Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want you to feel confident in raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm Joshua Humpa, the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God and the father of two spectacular kids with my wife, Stephanie. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to discipline towards restoring the relationship and help you feel like you got this. What's up? What's up, everybody? We're back again with another episode, and today we're talking about discipline, every parent's favorite thing to say. Now, okay, no question before we get started into all this, how many of you have ever told your kid, this is going to hurt me a whole lot more than it hurts you? <laughs> Did your parents ever say that to you? Well, today we're going to talk about discipline, but not just disciplining and effective ways to discipline. We're going to kind of talk about the heart of why we discipline. Now, I heard this podcast uh, a few months ago, maybe about a year ago, um, from Andy Stanley. It's like I think it's called like Parenting in the 21st Century. You should absolutely check it out. And so I heard this episode, and it it changed my philosophy on disciplining and even parenting as a whole. And kind of the basis towards all of this that we're going to talk about is kind of like the one big idea. The one thing I want you to remember is that when you discipline, it should be to restore the relationship. When you discipline, it should be to restore the relationship. We're going to talk about this in just a second, but when we're disciplining, we're trying to fix the brokenness. We're trying to fix the relationship that got broken, the thing that got broken, and we want to fix it. And so discipline, it's a way to help kids remember to not do these things again and fix and restore it. So let me tell you, let me tell you a little bit about myself growing up. Boy, I felt like I was always grounded, always grounded from something. Um, didn't get a phone until I was 18. Uh, I'm 31 now. And so all my friends had phones, all my friends had cars and got to drive and stuff. I was not allowed to do that until I was 18 because my parents thought I was a problem child. My my parents, uh, they, were, they were always trying to figure out ways to discipline me. There was lots of seasons where I couldn't play video games or watch TV. <laughs> it even got to a point where my parents trying to figure out something to do. How can they discipline me anymore? They've spanked me. They've hit me. You know, they've done everything. What else can we do? They took away my jeans. Like I couldn't wear jeans anymore. I had to wear like sweatpants to school. They thought maybe that'll embarrass him enough that he'll just always wearing sweats to school that he'd finally get it together. <laughs> and so sometimes I deserved it. Other times I feel like they're they're a little extreme, trying to help me out, trying to help me become who God created me to be. Um, but my parents, they were discipline champs, man. They did it all the time. <laughs> and and it's good. I mean, discipline, it's necessary. We have to discipline. If we don't discipline, well, then our kids will go wild. You know, all kids, they're evil. And that sounds funny, but really at the core, all kids are evil. All of us, we're, we're geared towards sin. It's just natural for us to sin, to do what's evil, to do what's selfish, to do what feels good in the moment. Kids are evil. And so our role as parents, what God has entrusted us to do is to help disciple them towards Jesus, to help lead them towards Jesus and who he wants them to be. And so that's where discipline comes in. Is it's it's the way to help restore broken relationships, either with us or with God. And so for a lot of us, we look at discipline as, well, we discipline because there has to be a consequence, right? Like these kids did something naughty. And so there has to be some sort of consequence for doing that. They just can't keep doing that over and over again. They have to know that they cannot do that. And so you're grounded. Go to your room for two weeks. Don't talk to anybody. Don't eat, breathe, sleep just exist for two weeks. Or, you know what, you did this thing and so no TV for you for two weeks because you did something bad and so there has to be a consequence. 
you know, we've been, my wife and I have been watching a lot of Full House reruns on Hulu. That show is so great. There was one episode that really kind of stood out to me. Um, maybe you've seen it. Um, Joey just got a new car and they, you know, they set up the whole scene. Joey gets this new car, but oh, there's a little scratch on it. So he has to run to the store and get some paint while, while he's away. Stephanie, the middle daughter, not my wife, just in the TV show. Stephanie jumps in the car, you know, pretends to drive, accidentally shifts it in reverse. And what do you know, sooner or later, all the hijinks begin. Boom, she crashes into the house, right into the kitchen. If you've seen that show, you can picture the kitchen destroyed. And of course, who's the first person to walk in? None other than little Michelle. <laughs> she comes in with some classic one-liner like, uh-oh, you're in big trouble now or something. So, you know, it goes through the whole thing. They're trying to figure out how in the world it got there. Towards the end of the episode, Danny, which is the dad, uh, he goes to Stephanie and, you know, they finally figure out it's Stephanie and he confronts her about it. And this whole episode, Stephanie just feels terrible. I mean, awful. she realizes what she's done. She realizes she's made a big mistake. No, it's not do it again without even having to be talked about, talked to about it. Well, then finally, Danny, he tells her, you are grounded for two weeks for something, you know, and then Stephanie, she feels so bad. She's like, oh, you should just ground me forever. I'm, I'm horrible. I'm terrible. No good, very bad person. And what is nice about the show is that they always do have this follow-up conversation. But it made me think in that moment, if that happened with me, would I need to give some sort of consequence to my daughter? You know, in the show, it just makes sense. You know, it's kind of the, the writing, stylized writing of those sitcoms. But would I have to give some sort of consequence to my kid? And if I didn't give a consequence, would, it, would I feel like, oh, man, I just let, I'm letting her get up by by this. You know, if she felt the same way as Stephanie did, it's like, oh, I, I, I realize I've messed up and I'm sorry. I, you know, I'll never do. Obviously, I'll never do that again. Um, you know, it was an honest mistake. You know, what is the point of discipline? Is it to just give out consequences because we're the parents and we're in charge and we can? You know, everybody says, this hit me a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. Everyone always has something to say about their parents. Like, oh, I love my parents except for this. And I never want to do this, right? My parents were, my dad would always yell, right? And so I don't want to yell at my kids. I never want to yell at my kids. Or maybe, you know, my dad was always working. And so, or my mom was always, you know, was always with her friends. And so I never want to do that when I'm a kid, when I'm, when I grow up with my kids. And then they always course correct. But, but every generation, every single kid, and I'm sure you do too. You have something you can picture right now. We have something in our minds that we think, oh, I never want to do that, that my parents did. And so let me ask you this question. What kind of relationship do you want to have when your kids are grown? What kind of relationship do you want to have with them when your kids are grown? Do you want to have a friendship? Do you want to be, you know, separated and far from each other? Do you want to have grudges? Do you want to look back at the childhood and be like, oh, ugh, that was just terrible. That was bad. That was a very broken time. That was a season of rebellion and hurt. You know, I'm grateful that my parents, that I have a great friendship with my parents now. Um, there were seasons where, yeah, we didn't get along. <laughs> there were seasons where I was just a brat. Um, but I'm so grateful that now I do have a great friendship with my parents. Um, and, and I'm grateful that, that, they, that they want me. But when it comes to our kids, you know, what kind of relationship do you want to have with them when they're adults? And I think all of us, we want them to to be friends with us. We want to do things with them, for them to text us, to give us updates on their life, um, to want to be around us. And so when it comes to discipline, let me ask you this. Is the way that you're disciplining now, is that doing anything to help make sure that you have a good relationship as they grow up? 
let me maybe unpack that a little bit. If your kid were to, let's say, break a lamp at your house today, you know, what would be your initial consequence that has to happen? They have to have a spanking. They have to go to the room. They don't get to watch TV for a week. Well, are any of those consequences restoring your relationship, bringing you guys closer together, or is it pushing you guys apart and making there be conflict, even more conflict in the home, even more uh, aggression or just not peace in your home? Now, I am all for discipline. Um, you know, an earlier podcast that we've done is listen and obey the first time right away, that that's the motto in our home. And we're trying to figure out how to do that with a two-year-old and a five-year-old, you know, but the motto is listen and obey the first time right away. And if you don't, well, there's a consequence. There is something that's going to happen because you did not obey the first time that God says, honor your father and mother, and you are definitely not honoring me today right now. So there's a consequence. But let me ask you this. Is your discipline, the consequence that follows from a wrong behavior from your child, remember all kids are evil, is that discipline leading towards restoring a broken relationship? Or is it just, it's just a thing? It's just what we do. And so what's interesting with kids is, you know, I grew up in a house where if I got in trouble, I knew there was going to be a consequence. I knew that there'd be something bad that happens to me. And so my first consequences, or my first question was, always after doing something wrong, kind of in my head was, what's the punishment? <laughs> like, okay, what's gonna, what's the time going to be for this one, right? Okay, how many weeks can I go without getting to play my video game now? Like, I knew that there was some sort of question, what's the punishment going to be? But instead, what discipline should do is it should make us a better person. Ultimately, that's what we as parents, we want to do. We want to make our kids uh, more obedient, more nice, more aware of their surroundings. But punishments, they make people careful to not get caught the next time. Like when we know that there's going to be a punishment, we know that, okay, this just means that in two weeks from now, I'll finally be able to talk to my friends again. Well, then we try and figure out, because we're evil, how can I lie and sneak and not get caught so that I don't have this punishment? You know, because punishment, really, when you look at it like that, it's just payback. It's just us paying them back for them doing something bad to us, right? And really, where is that going to lead our relationships? It's going to lead to brokenness. It's going to lead to a family that fights, that doesn't trust each other, that doesn't bring any sort of healing when kids do something wrong to us. And so the goal for, dis for discipline, the goal for discipline should be restoration, finding a way to fix this relationship. And so if dishonor, you know, they talk back to you, if, if that breaks my relationship, that hurts me, what should be the goal of my discipline? What am I trying to do? Well, I'm trying to help them understand you just dishonored me and you've hurt me. And so what can we do to fix this brokenness? Here's kind of the trick on this. When you're trying to put this into real life, you're trying to think, all right, I need to discipline my kid. There needs to be some sort of consequence for not listening and obeying the first time right away. How does this fix what's broken, right? Discipline should directly address the relationship that was damaged. And so if, let's say a kid, my, my, one of my kids breaks one of my toys that I'm looking at here in my office at church. I got a lot of Funko Pops. Let's say they rip off one of the heads. I could just say, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to rip off one of, your, one of your Barbie doll's heads, right? Or one of your toys. I'm going to break one of your toys. That's payback. That's punishment. Or I could help them understand, this hurt me. That was something that was special to me. And you broke this. You have broken our relationship. How would this make you feel? And then figure out a consequence from that. 
what does the consequence need to be? Well, maybe you need to figure out how to how to how to fix this, or maybe you need to work uh, and earn some money and then buy a new one. So, so that's just an example of how discipline leads towards relationship. And so, some kind of like practical. This is how you can actually do this in real life ways that we practice in our home is um, when somebody hurts somebody. So, an easy example is my son Carson. He is wild, he's energetic, he is fun, and he is an aggressive boy. He likes to hit things. (laughs) He likes to throw things, smash things together. He is a hulk in a little tiny body. And so sometimes he'll just hit just because it's fun, (laughs) which we're trying to help him with that and realize, dude, you got to be gentle. That's one of our prayers. Dude, be gentle. But sometimes he likes to just hit. And so physically that hurt me, Carson. You just hurt me. And so what we walk him through is um, say, I... I'm sorry, not just say sorry, because I am sorry acknowledges that I am apologizing to you. And then follow up with, what are you even apologizing for? And so with Carson, easy example, I am sorry for hitting you. Great. Okay, great. That has helped restore the relationship. Let's say he hits my daughter. Great. I could say, Carson, I'm going to hit you now. (laughs) But that does nothing to fix the relationship between my son and my daughter, right? Sure. It gives him a consequence and a punishment, maybe helps him um, to learn, hey, I shouldn't do that. Otherwise, there's going to be a punishment that follows. But between my daughter and my son, that relationship has not been restored at all. So if Carson says, I am sorry for hitting you, that at least acknowledges the problem. It leads towards, you know, it opens the door to restoration. And then what should follow up is something like this. What can I do to fix this? Right? So it's owning up, Carson. I realize that I've messed up. I am sorry that I've done that. And now, I want to fix this relationship. So what can I do to fix this? So oftentimes what we do with my son is when he hits one of us, we have him give a nice, gentle touch then. Say, okay, you hurt. Now do the opposite. Do something nice for them in return. You know, there's so many examples and so many variations and you really have to be creative on how to make this a real, you know, a real life possibility, um, real life thing for your home. But if you think through the lens of, I want to discipline towards fixing the relationship. They did something that hurt me right? So how can you fix this? Then the kid has to own up to it and figure out, boy, I did hurt them. And I understand how I hurt them, why I hurt them. And of course, I don't want to hurt my parents. I don't want to, you know, break our relationship. So I want to figure out how to fix this. You know, as a parent, um, it's really easy to just discipline and anger. Man, we're upset in the moment. We yell at them. We (laughs) send them to the room. We tell them to get out of here. You know, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of having those angry fits because I'm just frustrated in the moment. But you know, one of the best things that you can do after you discipline is to get down and explain the why. This is why this is so hurtful. This is why it broke the relationship. This is why it hurt my feelings, why it makes it so I can't trust you. This is why, um, you know, we have to be careful with the things around us. Here's the why. And you know, this is a great example, you know, from our last episode, we talked about, um, you know, how do you make this real life with your kids? Um, Being a Christian, you have to talk about Jesus often, and then model it for them. This right here is a great way to do it, right? You model what it means to forgive and and to show grace and love, but it also gives you an example to tell a story. Man, stories are king, right? We love listening to stories. You loved listening to my story in the beginning about Full House. You were following along. That may have been the time that you were paying the most attention. Stories are king, you know, and this is an incredible opportunity to either share your own story about something that you've done and what you've learned from it, making the same kind of mistakes, or a story from the Bible, or a story of somebody that you know and how it's totally messed up somebody's life by following those actions. 
you know, this is a great way to talk about Jesus often. And then, you know, we, we want to restore the relationship. It's, we could just send our kids away, but it does nothing to fix the brokenness that we have now between us. And you know what? Touches are always great. And so after you've, you've talked through the why, after you've explained how this has hurt the relationship, you've told a story, you've related it back to God, give your kid a hug and tell them that you love them. Say something nice to them. You know, I want my kids to be good listeners and obeyers. I want them to be honoring to me towards others. I want them to treat others the way that they want to be treated. You know, and I want my kids to like me when I grow up. I want them to want to be around me. I don't want them to think of me as this angry, sulking, always frustrated dad. You know, I want them to think of a dad that um, that even when something bad happened, he was there. You know, he was, he was there for me and he would always welcome me back. You know, I think about the prodigal son. The prodigal son's father let him make his mistakes. And when the son realized it and came back, he apologized for what he did. I am sorry for wasting your inheritance, running away from you, all that stuff. I want to fix this. What did the dad do? He wrapped his arms around his son and then threw a party. I mean, that restored the relationship. He very easily could have said to his son, get out of here. What are you doing? You have to work for me until you pay all of it back. That is your punishment. That is your payback. No. Instead, he restored the relationship and brought it back. And ultimately, that's what God does to us. You know, more times than not, God shows us that we're doing something wrong through his goodness, through his graciousness. Yes, absolutely God punishes. The wrath of God is real. Ultimately, there will be a day where God separates those those that are following him from those that are not for an ultimate punishment. But oftentimes, I've seen in my own life that when God wants to get a hold of me, often it's through his goodness, through his graciousness. I go, wow, God, you are so good to me, and yet I'm, I treat you this way. Wow, God, thank you so much. And oftentimes that's what that's what it takes for me to get a hold of it and and then to repent and turn back to God. And that's what God wants. He wants a relationship with us with us more than anything else. And I think with your kids, you want a relationship with them. And so you can absolutely give punishments, never talk about it again, and just here's the hammer, there it is. Or you could discipline towards relationship, discipline towards restoring the brokenness that took place, whether it was lying, stealing, cheating, breaking something that's special. You'll have to get creative on how to actually actually give a punishment because consequences are essential in this. But if you think through the lens, how can I make sure that this is fixed between us or between the siblings? Man, your family will be better off. You'll be modeling what God has called us to be and you will be an excellent parent that your kids will absolutely love growing up. They will rave about you. You know, God is with you. He wants to help you do this. He trusts you with your kids and that's why he gave them to you. And so let's discipline towards restoring relationships. Let me pray for you real quick. Lord, thank you so much that you are good and gracious to us. Thank you, Lord, that you could just, you say, that's it, I'm out. You could walk away from us. You could just send lightning bolts and just end us. God, you are slow and methodical with us. You're intentional, you're creative. Lord, you're always working to restore our relationship. And that's ultimately why you sent your son to save us. So Father, I pray that you'd help us to do the same, that we would um, see examples and in easy ways that we could discipline towards restoring the relationship, that there are instructions on on how to love better, on, on how to fix our relationships, and that our consequences, our punishments that we give to our kids wouldn't be just 
because that's what we do, but instead it's to help them become more like you. Thank you, God. Thank you for your word, for this example. In Jesus' name, amen. Great. Well, I hope that this is helpful to you and that you will be even better at disciplining your kids, that your kids will be great listeners and obeyers, that they'll be obedient to you and honoring to you. Hey, I want to encourage you, share this with somebody. If you think this is helpful to you, if there was something that um, maybe helped you to see something in a different way, maybe it's in God or in parenting, please share this podcast or what you've learned with other parents. We want as many people as possible to hear about this so that they feel confident in raising kids that have a thriving relationship with Jesus. Thanks so much for listening. See you in the next episode.